Welcome to Drinking Bros Sports, brought to you by KillCliffCBD.com. Sit back, relax, and grab a fucking drink. Drinking Bros Sports, tailgate legends, we're live. From a pool. From the Beckholz Tiki Bar. Lounge, pool. In Claytona Beach, in Claytona North Carolina. Beach. Look, it's a blazer. It was 118 at the Vegas fight for uh, McGregor. 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 And we said, you know what? It's just too hot. We're getting in the pool. And it's midsummer. I mean, this is what we do midsummer. We've got a couple of we got a couple of instill cocktails coming. This show's brought to you by ghostbed.com, Killcliff, and of course, always instill distilling company. Always makers of the finest rums. On the planet, it used to be just North Carolina, then Florida, then North nope, America. Now it's the planet. To the planet. Can we confirm the universe too? We might as well. Not yet. I'll Not check yet. the analytics next week. Okay. See where we're at on the universe. So, if if there was a heel to the rum game, who would it be? Because McGregor has established himself as the heel of UFC. Is it Captain Morgan? Do we want to shame yeah. any other rum businesses? Yeah, I, mean, I, think, I think it's Captain Morgan. Um, we've all had that. What about night. Malibu. We've all said sail with Captain. Uh, well, yes, Malibu is different. You know, you Malibu's you need it as a mixer, right? That, that coconut rum, it's like 25% alcohol. That's fire. It goes great in orange juice. It's not um, as good as uh, the instill white rum, though. Well, no, Malibu's not white rum. What is Malibu? It's then? like coconut rum. Oh, coconut. Well, I guess Malibu might have a white rum. I don't pay Maybe. attention on drink it, test it stuff. Wouldn't be as good I as instill. I craft or I go home. <laughs> well, McGregor's going to go home with a limp. We got to talk about that. You saw how it broke, right? So I, everyone I broke my leg the same exact way. By kicking someone? In a fight. Did he kick somebody? So that's how it happened. So everyone was kind of questioning I how it he just happened. Back on it. it looked like it when he did step, do the little step back, but they did it in slow motion. He actually kicked Poirier like right there. Okay. You can see on YouTube there, him the like button, and then he didn't realize it, and he took a step back, and when he stepped back, it gave Whoopsies. out. Oopsies. And the funniest part about it is he lost again to Poirier, right? So Poirier's <laughs> got two out of three against McGregor. And now he's sitting on the ground. Rogan runs over and sits right next to him to get the interview, which I just love, right? Anytime yes. I get to say how much I love Rogan, I'll do it. But that was awesome, seeing him as McGregor's yelling at Poirier about how his wife is in his DMs. Yeah. And yeah, let's talk about that. Do you think his wife was really in his DMs, or is he just setting up for the next fight? Jesus, I don't, I don't know. I mean, those if, are fighting words. Those are, no, as Chuck Liddell would are. say, there, there are, what does Chuck Liddell always say? Uh, Wait, violence is everything? No, when he <laughs> says that that, uh, that is a fighting move or that's a fighting... Oh, yeah. What, oh, shit. What did he I say? I forgot what it that, is. Yeah. But a fighting offense. A fighting offense. offense. Yes. I think yelling out to the world... Your wife's in your my wife's DMs. In the thing is, if you're... Are you reaching around? What are you doing? Oh, if you're, um, if you're Poirier, do you go and ask your wife, like, so, uh, hey, uh, any chance he... You really are in yeah, McGregor's right? DMs? Do you <laughs> like, think he asked you? Do you think he just ignored it? I think he was probably pissed. He's like, she's probably all waiting for him. Like, come on in, champ. And he's like, no, nah, get the fuck out of here until but, I mean, tomorrow. You've been in a handful of fights, right? Have you ever yeah. lost a fight, you know, like that pretty bad? And you're disabled basically on the ground and still continuing to talk shit? I mean, you got to have some sort well, of balls to be so able to do I, that. So I will tell you a story. I told this story on my other podcast, Failure to Stop. Go um, check that out. I was fighting a suspect, a murder suspect. He ended up, it ended up being attempted murder. But the gentleman had done 14 years in prison and then just gotten out of prison and uh, went back to try to kill the, the same broad that got landed him in prison for 14 years. 14 years prior. Yikes. So he shows up, bludgeons her with a bedpost or whatever, and... Uh, I happen to get the first on scene, and the guy takes off on me in a car, and I chase him in my car, and he ends up slamming into my uh, partner, 
at uh, like 57 miles an hour, I think is what they is what the speedometer was stuck at. Uh, crossed four lanes of traffic and ran his truck all the way up onto her police car and through her windshield. So he got out and he I had gotten out of my car and he came at me and we were fighting. And as I stepped back, I stepped back on a curb, snapping my leg. Uh, uh, I got 12 screws, two pins, a plate, and a rod in my left leg. And when I hit the ground. Of course, uh, I held on to his crotch, and, and two of my other partners were able to no, jump on No, hold on. on. You're yep. not going to just go and fly by that. You held on to his crotch. Yeah, I had to reach up. to. I didn't want to let him go. So, so that was just your only line of defense at that it point. It was just was all I had in my hands grab on. grab some balls, huh? And, uh, and so my other two partners jumped on and, and just really beat the brakes off of him, beat the brakes off him so bad that my partner actually broke his own arm. Nice. punching the dude in the back of the head and he was out for actually like five months with a with a broken arm and so i was laying there with a broken leg and my leg was uh, was all twisted up backwards and the guy was laying there on the ground and he said i'm really sorry to put you through all this and i said you can go eat a dick <laughs> and it was on and it was on a microphone and everybody gave me it when the chief came into the hospital and, and i was just coming out of surgery she leaned in and she's like by the way i watched your film your body camera footage or the uh, the footage from the in car camera, she goes, "Eat a dick," and I was like, "Uh oh!" And then she just like kind of like knuckled me, and then she should have said, uh, "I'd still be hungry if I ate yours." <laughs> ah, I got a laugh out of Noel. Wow, that's yeah. how you know it was a good one. But when you had Noel the thing laugh. is, is like when you snap your ankle like that because it looks exactly like mine when mm. I broke mine. Uh, everything goes numb down there. So you, you weren't talking shit hurt. on the ground. Are you just grabbing some balls? I did. I told the guy to eat a dick. I guess so, right? I mean, so then, yeah, you got a little bit of McGregor in And I talked a little bit shit. But you know, you're, you're, you know where it hurt? Was in your my soul? crotch, my groin. Why is that? I don't know. Maybe there's a nerve that runs up from your ankle to your groin. But, like, I thought I had shot myself accidentally in the penis. That's how bad it hurt up in my groin area. Oof. Like um, the guy in 8 Mile there, uh, Cheddar Bob. You ever yeah. watch 8 Mile? Yeah. So that's that was the beat that Mike the Cop had. Was yeah, eight, 8 Mile. 8 Mile, right? So I would, you know, when we get a chance to meet them, right? Next week. Yeah, I would, which everyone around the area has got to go check that out. I want to ask him if the, the eight mile shit is true. Is I it really? I see if he's arrested Eminem. <laughs> um, I'm sure Eminem's been arrested many, many times. And, um, Domestic abuse? Uh, allegedly. Allegedly. Can yes. neither confirm nor deny. But my point on the McGregor thing is it's just wild to see someone who gets their ass beat as many times as he does, but continue, continue but to Irish. make money. Isn't that the Irish way? To get like, their ass beat? Well, yeah, and still talk <laughs> shit. I don't know. Let's ask O'Sheen on that Like, one. I don't think they ever stop talking shit. I don't think they ever really lose. They just, they just go home and recoup and try again. But honestly... <laughs> He's a guy you kind of love to hate now. I know he's got a, a cult following, right? Obviously, he's the villain of the UFC. Irishman. So, I mean, he's great for the sport, though. You need it is guys great. like You've that. You've got to have a villain. And do you think um, that that's what he's trying to do? Is, oh, is well, promote look at himself? this. Oh, wow. How right. lucky are we? Thank you, Susie Thank Q. You. Thank you. <laughs> and uh, you can hammer uh, the like button after just seeing our good friend Susie on screen right there. If yeah, you're not, you just got us a whole bunch of likes on YouTube. We sure did. A whole lot of views because if you're only listening, Go over to YouTube and uh and check that out. If I had a girl like that bringing me drinks all the time, probably wouldn't be a married man anymore. <laughs> Jesus. And my wife actually made these drinks, so I better be and, careful. And they're <laughs> well, maybe um maybe it's a Cosby drink thrown in there just for uh for old times. I'd, sake, I'd let right? I'd let her Cosby me. Let me be honest with you. <laughs> Who, Susie or your <laughs> wife? Either. I don't care. <laughs> yes. I mean, it would make this podcast a lot more fun. Maybe we should do a Cosby we episode. Should. We Cosby But I want to remember that. <laughs> if I've got two girls, <laughs> well, it's on video. Cosby me. I want to I want to remember that. It'll be on video, forever. so we'll never forget. It'll be a night we won't remember. Well, a night that I remembered would be last night. That's only because oh, man, that's uh, really good. I didn't so, drink that much whiskey. Killer. Oh, is that what it is? 
That's a painkiller. So anybody watching out there, see the perfect pool drink, in especially being that it's 118 degrees in some parts of the country. Uh, this is uh, in Still Distilling Company's white rum with uh, two parts orange juice, three parts pineapple juice, and cream de la coconut until you get that little kind of yellowy, creamy color in your drink and you're good to go. Thank very you, simple, Ashley. very easy, very tropical. And that Instill rum really oh, makes it nice. I'll ask you this question live on air. So... Failure mm. to stop. I'm not sure if it's you. I'm not sure if it's Mike or okay. if it's both of you or Danny. But they said you guys posted on the Failure to Stop Instagram account favorite cop movies. Yes, I did I that. posted Training Day. I put it on there. You've never seen Training Day, though? I have not seen Training Day. What the fuck? I mean, you're a cop. Yeah. That's like Denzel Washington in his prime. King okay. Kong ain't got shit on me. Okay. All right, we need to do a, a live watch along to... Us watching Training Day together. What do you think? Like on YouTube? Yeah. Sure. Well, oh, we could do like on the Drinking Bros Sports live feed or something. I mean, that's an all-timer. I'm very... Well, so dude, what's your I favorite didn't realize, movie? I didn't realize... Bright. Really? Yeah. So I have a friend who works in Hollywood, and she actually did the special effects and makeup for that movie, Bright. It was a great movie. Um, we watched most of it. We got distracted halfway through, though. Winky face. Uh, did you get a little bee jibber? A little blowy? Maybe a little bit more than that. I got but, a uh, blowy anyway. watching Star Wars. I've never seen Star Wars either. And my wife said that like she wouldn't Who marry are you? me unless we watched Star Wars, unless I'd seen it. And so we got this cabin, and and we got the VHS, Ooh, uh, the Star school. Wars VHS, and we went, and we put it on, and I don't think we made it through the opening scenes. <laughs> you got yeah, to a so galaxy far, far away, and boom, right to it, huh? Yeah, I haven't, I still haven't seen Star Wars. Something about C three PO just turns you on, huh? Uh, is it the shiny is that gold the shop vac? Yeah, that's exactly. No, that would be R two D two. We gotta edumacate you on C one thirty in the old uh, the old trash can and the, the dark star and the <laughs> the dark. Yeah, all right. Anyway, dark Vader. Obviously, this we're swinging and missing over here with the Star Wars references. But let's reference what happened last night. Which again, I know you're watching a Friday. We're filming this Tuesday, so Monday night, I should say. Home run derby. Ooh, yes. So, the scumbag Mets. So everybody, the whole Pete Alonso was the winner, and he broke the record for um, 35 ding-dongs in the first round, which is wild to watch. You know, What's a ding-dong? A ding-dong would be a home run where okay. I come from. Okay. Um, okay. Could be the mayor of ding-dong city if you do it right. All right. So anyway, back when I was a kid. I'm standing next to a ding-dong. The Midsummer Classic and the Home Run Derby was one of my favorite spectacles. They've had to switch it up a lot because it gets stale real quick. But what they've done now in the past few years is instead of just having outs, they have time. So you got these guys swinging at everything. And once they kind of get rolling, like Pete Alonso did in that first round, smoking it. Like, I'm talking like 515 feet over and over and over again. He had 35 home runs in like five minutes' time. I mean, that's, that's wild to see. Jesus. And then you have Shohei Otani, who is like the most wild phenom that we've seen since like freaking Babe Ruth over here. Dude is starting pitcher in the All-Star game, batting leadoff was in the home run derby, and then when he's done pitching, he's going to go and play the field and get another extra at bat. I mean, we've never seen anything like this with Otani, um, other than Babe Ruth, but no one's around to say that they've seen Babe Ruth anyway. So, I mean, the thing is, if you go look at him from two years ago, right, he looks like a, he looks like Buddha up there. He looks like a skinny little, little motherfucker. But now he's kind of, you know, juiced up a little bit, looking like Mr. Tansy over here with the big guns. I don't want to speculate anything, but anytime you see a baseball player kind of get all jacked up, I mean, what do you think? You got to bring the juice back, baby. Yeah, for sure. Come on. For Nobody sure. wants to fucking watch these bean poles, you know, jack line drives down shortstop lane. We want to see some motherfuckers hitting it out of the park. I want yeah. to see some legs breaking. 
I, you know, I want to see some real shit in sports. I mean, that's why. Well, it's a few things I think baseball should bring back. I've been on record saying cheating and steroids and all that should yes. come back. But also what they've taken away is the physicality of it in the sense of Chase Utley and Buster Posey. Chase was the one delivering the blow while Buster Posey was the one getting hurt. They took away the takeout slides and the railroad and the catcher. I mean, you love Pete Rose. Running, I mean, base running is like out of all time, like low right now. Yeah, like, Dan talked about that because suck at base running these well, days. Well, analytics are are taking over the game, and for whatever reason, they're not paying attention to base running analytics. It's all about launch rate, spin rate, and um, exit velocity, and all this shit. But people forgot the fundamentals of the game. I love a good like. pickle, and I think a pickle is good for for entertainment. Well, I heard I talked to some of your cop buddies, and they said pickle smoocher was your nickname in the force. Pickle smoocher. Pickle smoocher. Is this true? No. My How many pickles was, have you smooched? My nickname was. Leroy Jenkins. Leroy Jenkins. And they called me Leroy. Matter of fact, never we go a, full tansy. We went to a wedding and a girl didn't even know my name was there. Just she knew was you like, as Leroy. Was Leroy. <laughs> um, that is a. Um, oh, what's the name of that game? I was almost gonna say Dungeons and Dragons, but it's um. You nerd. I'm the nerd. I can't think of the name of it. World of Warcraft. That's what it's called. Mm. Leroy Jenkins. But yep. Anyway, Pete Alonso, the trash bag Mets. Who haven't won the World Series since Bill Buckner handed them one in 1986? Um, <laughs> behind the back, it gets. But by I like Buckner. their uniforms. I always thought the Mets had really cool uniforms. The Mets? I love the orange and blue, the pinstripes. It's baseball, baby. Yeah, but they're like the redheaded stepchild of New York. I mean, they're I worse. Than I mean, the, I don't give a Mets. shit. That's why I call them the scumbag Mets. I just think <laughs> they have cool uniforms. Fuck. But um, speaking of New York, John Sterling is the longtime announcer of the New York Yankees, and. They're apparently, for whatever reason, still doing things remotely, so they're not actually traveling to the games to announce these games, and he got caught. They were showing an instant replay on his thing, and he goes, It is high. It is far. It is an instant replay. I apologize. I, this was from the inning earlier. I, well, what am I supposed to do? Oh Which is hilarious, God. by the way. I love blunders in the press box. When you get these old farts who are doing baseball, like Joe Castiglione for the Red Sox, who sounds like this still, like a 1920s announcer, when they mess up, is the funniest thing in the world because some of them take it way too seriously. I don't know yeah. if you've ever listened to baseball on the radio. It yeah. is terrible. It's yeah. pathetic. They need to make it more of like a podcast or a radio show, get a little bit more maybe life, have a conversation. Maybe that's where we're at in this world. Maybe that's why you and I were put on this universe Oh, I would not want to announce baseball, unless they pay me the big bucks, but I like what I'm doing right now. I mean, I'm in a pool talking about Conor McGregor and the home run derby. You know who else has a lot of blunders on the microphone, and I always just think it's super funny, and I don't think he takes it very seriously? Who? (laughs) Old Joe. Old Sleepy Joe. Oh, Jesus. What a train wreck. Sheesh. I saw a um, little clip from Sky News, which I believe is Australian, and they're just laughing at us. Now, don't get me wrong. Trump had a lot of sound clips that we could laugh at. But at least he could finish his sentences. It's like, you know, Joe Biden is talking. That was but uh, well, you know. Yeah. And it's almost like a robot. Someone pressed the the button and shuts down. It's pretty embarrassing when the leader of <laughs> the free world old. is he's, like that. He's getting old. Somebody, is this elder abuse? Well, maybe it's because all the Hunter Biden stuff came out, and so he doesn't have like his little cocaine supply anymore. Well, maybe. Oh, low. they're juicing him up with Adderall. I think it just wears out by the just time he gets. Out. I mean, Ugh. but the the thing is, would you really want Kamala in charge instead? No, I don't know. <laughs> I don't want either of them in charge. Neither did California. Fact, California didn't want her in charge either. I, <laughs> it's funny how that works. But I don't want any of those assholes in charge because, as we know, all politicians are what? Can't say it on the show. Oh, oh I thought you were going to do it. I tried to hook, line, and sinker you. But Speaking you of hook, line, and sinker, my son took a hook right in the foot today. But he didn't Woke cry up, at all. He's a tough bastard. Took a hook, a fishing hook, right through the foot. We had to go to the uh, ER. 
had to remove the barb and get it out. It was just a big pain in the ass. Didn't and stop him, though. We show up, and our lovely bartender, uh, Susie, tells us a story about her friend <laughs> diving down on some carpet, and there was a fishing hook stuck in the carpet, and it went through his testicle. But he was young, right? I think it's probably better that he was three years old, because if that happened to someone like a man now, ugh. How do you recover from that? I mean, if you're three, you kind of forget about it, maybe, hopefully. You just, like, don't ever Doesn't get a, impact you. You never get another boner in the oh, rest of your Jesus. life. No, thanks. Um, that's when I would probably just call it quits and uh, probably kill myself, to be honest. But um, know, who's, know who might might die in a different way than killing themselves is uh, Jeff Bezos. Because now he's oh, got to compete with good old, good old Richard Branson beat him up there. Now, I saw, like, the video and the pictures. Wasn't of what- Richard Branson the one that went water skiing with, like, a naked chick yes. on his back? Yeah, he lives his what best life. What a fucking stud, dude. Yeah, he's a G. My Virgin hero. Mobile. My but um, he basically pretty much only went to space technically. Which is his again, daughter a whore? Something? I have no Did she have a sex tape? I have no idea about his daughter. I'm just talking about an accomplishment he made. Okay. And kind of downplaying it because well, he really I feel like that's an accomplishment if your daughter has a sex tape that's like a viral sex tape. So is that, is it, so. But that's not what made Rob Kardashian famous, even though he had a daughter that had the sex tape that was pretty popular. Mm. Same with Paris Hilton's dad. Paris Hilton, that's like one of my favorites. A Night in Paris? Yeah, I love she's that She's like show. on the phone with someone. Dude, I, no, that, she's, she gives a great blowy in that one. I guess, but I mean, I don't know. She's not my type. I, uh, I like Pam Anderson and what's-his-face a little bit more. Oh, yeah, because you like big, giant wieners. That's why you like that one. Well, you speaking must, of big giant you wieners, must like the big dick porn. Speaking of big old Tommy, that thing is fucking massive. <laughs> yeah, I you felt got sorry me. for the poor girl. <laughs> you caught me, you asshole. Yeah. I love big giant wieners. I'll say it right now. But you know who else does? Our friend Ross Patterson. They talked about it on Ross Patterson Revolution today. Shout out to all the nooners out there. There is a Netflix show called uh, Sex Life, I believe it's called. Yes. And uh, they were talking about some guy as a scene, episode three, where uh, his member is. Uh, very clearly present and flaccid, but yeah. is about as big as my forearm. I'm gonna have to watch that. Have we is, watched that before. Sex, which life? is good for him, and um, maybe good no, for I his girlfriend. Dick, but I mean, like anything with sex. In I it. mean, I'm a heterosexual male. I've seen plenty of penises in my Questionably. life. Questionably, you know, I guess it depends who you ask. But uh, I mean, wouldn't you want to see? I'm curious. I kind of want to see it, just like John Mayer's dick. Ross t- raves yeah, about John does. Mayer's dick. Nice Two hander. I want to see it. Uh, and somebody else talks about Kevin Costner having a real hog. Uh, yeah, Cal Ripken Jr.'s wife. Are <laughs> 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 we allowed to talk about that yet, Noel? Because I've actually, I think the Drinking Bros have talked about it before. It's been um, it's been rumored for a while now, but uh, allegedly, Cal Ripken Jr.'s wife uh, was real close with Kevin Costner. They say. I mean, I love Cal Ripken Jr. Why? Because he just shows up to work every day and plays mediocrely. Is mediocrely what? a word? Mediocrely, right? Sure. Remember, I mean, he's in it for the long game. Baby. I mean, he's sure. not in there for the fame, for the. Yeah, but then what happens if you, if you beat the shit out of Kevin Costner and you break your hands and you can't play? Is Did that an that? excusable absence? Did he beat the shit out of Kevin oh, Costner? Allegedly, he caught a uh, cool Kevin Costner with his wife and. Uh, That's awesome. Laid the smack down and heard his hands. I don't know how mad play. I would be about that. I mean, if my wife wanted to shack up with Kevin Costner, that's kind of cool, I think. Um, I mean, I'm not really into that kind of thing. Really? But, I mean, I could fucking. I mean, if it's Kevin Costner, go for it, honey. I think I would only get cuckled for one man, and I think we know what man I would let cuckle. Well, I'd be happy to do it for you. <laughs> I'd, 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 I'd be happy to no, watch that'd be you. Jesus Christ, actually. Really? <laughs> no, Tom Brady. Oh, Tom Brady. <laughs> I would be tempted to it, join. It, I'm not going to lie. It, what, if is it, what, if it, what is it if I'm banking your mom and I let you watch? Is that a cuckold, or is that like a, is there um, another term for that? That is a reason for suicide, I believe. <laughs> you just kill yourself. Or, or you murder-suicide, actually. You just kill actually. yourself. <laughs> 
And again, <laughs> poor Lori getting referenced in the wrong way again. Sorry, Mom. I'll kick his ass after just for we you. We just tie you to a chair. That's <laughs> We need a porn genre where it's like you tie the son to the chair and then like he has to watch you slay his mom. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure if you search hard enough, you can find that. Because all these kids are watching the uh, stepmom, stepdads, like just like game up and like kidnap you know, them, strap them to that a chair before. and fuck, them, fuck their mom right in front of them. I'm sure, I'm sure that's a thing. It is, dude. Like, if you go on porn anytime right now, you will see, like, stepmom, stepdad, no, 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 sister, I'm, all this it, fucking can crazy, kinky family shit. All the and time. they say it's because of the newest generation of young adults that are watching porn. That's what they're really into. But why? I don't know. Maybe so because I have the family theory. homes are so fucked up. Uh, I have a I mean, theory. Did you see that chick out of Florida? That her well, daughter, Florida, so. like this just happened um, like three weeks ago, or three months ago. I can't remember, but uh, it's recently. I think it was like three weeks ago, but uh, Florida, you can Google it, but she's uh, in Florida. Her mom and daughter have a graduation, high school graduation party. High school graduation. Yeah. High okay. school graduation party. She's not graduated yet. They invite a whole bunch of people over. Everybody's hanging out. She goes to two boys that are both 16 years old and she's like, can you come help me shower? They go back, help her shower. She ends up having sex with one, finishes, starts to have sex with the other one. The one that she finished off goes out, tells a whole bunch of other dudes what's going on. Four more dudes file in and watch. By the end of it, seven dudes, all under the age of 17, are banging this chick's mom. She calls the police on mom. Police get there and she's drunk beyond things. She ends up getting seven counts of sexual intercourse with minors. Yikes. She's fucked. Well, know what that actually reminds me of is uh, your old buddy, your second favorite woman criminal, Susan Smith, who I have a friend who has a mom named Susan. His last name is Smith, which is kind of funny. But anyway, unrelated. Um, she used to have sex with the guards when after she killed her two kids. And you know the story of Susan Smith, right? No. So she's the one, I forget what state it was, but she's the one who was seeing a guy who didn't want kids. And she had two of them. And she strapped her two, I believe it was like three-year-old and a nine-month-old, into the car and yeah, drove, drove it into up. the water. Yes. So yep. apparently while she was imprisoned, she was banging one of the guards. Yeah. And then the guard stopped banging her. And apparently she the only way she could get off was just by getting super fucked up in prison and smuggling narcotics in some way so she'd get real fucked up. Huh. So how do, as a cop, I don't know how much time you actually spent in the prison or Not dealing much. with all that. How how does one smuggle drugs into a prison? I mean, I think it's easy. So, like, if if I if you get arrested, like, let's say you have a warrant or whatever, and and, and it's it's a minor warrant for like a failure to appear, and you've got some weed down in your pants, and you've been real polite and cooperative, and nobody really suspects that you have anything. It's it, you know your strip search is going to be half ass lackadaisical, just kind of mm. like TSA um, at the airport. Uh, and then you're going to make it through, and then you've got drugs in your pants, and you're like, shit, I need to get rid of this. And, I mean, people will offer a pretty high dollar for whatever you've got, keistered or whatever's in your pants. But, hey, listen, I arrested a chick that uh, smuggled a gun into the jail through her hair. She had a gun in her hair when we got her into the prison, and she was able to actually pull it out of her hair before I punched was her. Her face. hair or a weave? It was a weave. Yeah. But I was Smuggled able to. Chair. That's the first woman I ever hit in the face. <laughs> will it be your last? Well, my wife doesn't bring me another one of these drinks. No, I'm kidding. I'm just joking. Jesus. I'm just joking. We don't, do we don't condone we don't domestic, condone violence, domestic violence, violence on no. this. But um, you know who might is uh, Wendy Williams. Are you familiar with Wendy Williams? Nope. So she made um, she made some headlines again. You know, she once made a joke. So I think it was, um, who's the guy um, 
who does the prices right now. Not Bob Barker, the guy after. What's his name? Drew Carey? Yeah. Drew Carey. Yep. So he had a wife or girlfriend, I forget, who killed herself by jumping out of a, like, 20-story building. So the day after, Wendy Williams goes on and goes, so did you hear about Drew Carey's wife? And everyone's like, oh. Yeah, Drew was just like, come on down. <laughs> I was like, Jesus. Now, again, I'm all for freedom of speech. I don't think anyone should get canceled for the things they say, especially when it's comedy and an entertainment show, right? But Jesus, she doesn't fuck around. So there was another one where there was this TikTok dude. She puts him up on the screen. And she's like, does anybody know this guy? Clap if you know this guy. Nobody claps. He's 19, he's a TikToker, and has more followers than me. And everyone's like, oh, boo, boo. She's like, well, he died. He got shot. <laughs> and everyone's like, what? Uh, uh. So she doesn't give a fuck. I got to give her some credit. Um, Howard Stern is on record, not loving Wendy Williams, called her a, uh, a dog face C-word one time. That uh, For whatever reason, Howard Stern is uncancelable, too, because he said some uh, some bad stuff back in his day, but he managed to get away with it. Eh, well, it's just funny. It's he dances with speech. That's why we live in America. Sure, but he, the fuck he dances want. around with Ellen nowadays. He's Shit, a sellout. Cock balls, fuck. Howard Stern, <laughs> Howard Stern is a sellout. I'm not afraid to say. I don't think without Howard, without Howard Stern, we couldn't do the shit we're doing now. I think he sort of set the groundwork for podcasts and, you know, alternative radio out there. But he's completely done a 180 and completely flipped on everything he used to do, you know, used to stand for. He used to make fun of people like Jennifer Aniston and, and um, Ellen DeGeneres. And now he's kissing Ellen on her show and dancing around with her. So, you know, anyone has a price, I suppose. Maybe everyone except for Dan Holloway is probably the only one that would never sell out. But I asked on the um, the chat on Drinking Bros earlier, who would you rather see on Rogan, Ross or Dan? And it was pretty unanimous. People were saying Dan. Um, but I think we should try to like start a campaign to get one or both of them on Rogan. I think that would be so great for not only them individually and personally, but for Drinking Bros as a whole. Well, I mean, they had the, the guys who started it, which was Jared Taylor yeah. and... Well, uh, I didn't see Jared Taylor. I know Evan Hafer and Matt oh, Evan Hafer, Yeah, Evan Hafer and uh, Hafer and uh, Matt Bastron. Yeah, but, I which mean, they're, great the, they're the godfathers of this whole thing. I mean, without Black sure. Rifle Coffee, you know, without, without that whole movement, <clears throat> sure. there wouldn't be a Drinking But I think, I think Dan yeah, would I think, be great on Rogan, honestly. It would be fun on Rogan. Um... I think Rogan would be fun on their show. <laughs> yeah. Has I mean, Rogan ever done Austin. somebody else's podcast? Um, well, I think he did. I think we were talking to right before we went and jumped into the pool and submerged here. It was um, Crystal Ball and um, what's the other guy's name? I fucking always forget his name. But they, they used to be on the Hill. They do independent sort of news now that, um, you know, it doesn't get canceled and doesn't get um, censored because they're individual, you know, do their own thing, and he actually, after he interviewed them, went on their show for this sort of interview. Oh, we're getting round two. Oh, round two. She's like the boxing ladies, like where she's yeah. like hold up the sign. <laughs> round, round two. two. Yeah. So if you guys like Susie, go ahead and hammer that like button one more time. Yeah, on drop YouTube. her a comment in the messages. Oh. Just say hi to Susie. Um, she's yes, please. Yes, if she's you have in anything a you wonderful want to say relationship Susie. with Buddha. But I'm sure if Kevin Costner was around. Okay. Small rant here. So the. All-Star Game is going to be Tuesday, which is, you know, time traveling. We're on Tuesday right now. I know you're watching it on Friday. It's in Colorado. Do you know why it's in Colorado this year? No. So, originally it was in Atlanta. Okay. So, Atlanta has this... Oh, yeah. So, the Atlanta got rid of it because yeah, of the so old voting... At, so, <laughs> Atlanta has this law, which sounds crazy, I know, but you need identification to vote. <laughs> You know, that's just wild. Who would ever think that that makes sense, right? I mean, you needed to buy alcohol, this awesome alcohol we're drinking from and still. But 
to vote? No, no, no. That's racist. Now, I don't know what that has to do with race, but they brought it, it doesn't. up. doesn't. It's just you can't win so an they election. Kind of, Major otherwise. League Baseball basically admitted that they believe minorities don't know how to have or don't know how to acquire identification. <laughs> therefore, having identification to vote is therefore racist. So now we are going to take away jobs and take away revenue from a predominantly black city like Atlanta and bring it to Colorado where there's more white people. <laughs> well, that's I've always I've always laughed at like the when you see a when you see a white person with a Black Lives Matter flag, like they are literally the most racist people you ever made. They're the ones that are gentrified, that have moved into the black side of town, put up the Whole Foods that all the people in that in that area couldn't afford before they got there and definitely can't afford now. They put the Target in, they put the little YMCA in and they build their big giant house and they hang their BLM flag over there while all the homeless uh, people in that it's pandering that, at its, its finest pandering at its finest I always loved it as a cop and I always just love their like how they've you know we, we would spend all of our time in the community and you would see some real some rural heroes out in the community helping out doing you know cooking free food and uh, you know you, you see the people that, that care and then you see these young white college graduates come in and build their fancy fucking house in there and uh Yep. Oh, it's just it's just funny. It's yep. just the hypocrisy is so what ended up always makes me smile. Chain affecting. I don't know how it it's not really related, I don't think. I would like to hope not. But what ends up happening now is then we get a and again, we read it before and we've seen it develop the past few days here, but non terrorist, but they're fucking potential terrorists here, let's let's be honest. Where a maid, a heroic maid, found a weapon stash and there was, like, bulletproof vests and the whole nine yards in this hotel room just outside of Coors well, Field. Well, you know, I, I would say, I read the FBI report briefly before we came on the show. I'm okay with not coming out and saying it's terrorism. Why? Well, you because if I was... To conclusions? Because or? if I'm smuggling drugs, I want a weapon. I want I have my guns. Okay. And I also want to have a bulletproof vest on. Is it if a coincidence a, it's right by a big sporting event though? Well, we can't we got to stop with the whole perception thing in this country. Fair, Everything fair. is based on perception. The problem with that is is if it were white dudes they would make it an act of terrorism and they would try to pull a race card and come up with some Wazoo crazy Maybe. fucking story right off of the bat. Like um, Stephen Paddock. And, and so I agree that in both both circumstances, it doesn't matter who it is, if you don't have the facts, then you should keep your mouth shut. I, I like that the media is keeping their mouth shut kind of on this. Um, but like I said, if, it, if, if, you, if it were that they were Hispanic or they weren't of some kind of outside influence, this would be an act of terrorism right off the bat just for media cl- uh, for clicks and clickbait. Sure. It but, shouldn't um, matter what they're right now, right now, they're right, right now, everybody's, you know, got the border thing and that has to do with politics and being that they're Hispanics and there could be some, you know, uh, people might perceive them as being illegal, even if they're not illegal immigrants. Um, they're, the, the news is the media is just going to push that down. You know what I mean? They're just going to sure. put that one underneath the rug and wipe that up. And I mentioned Stephen Paddock. And he was the, um, you know, the worst mass shooting in American history, I believe, was in Vegas a few years back. Yeah. You know, next time we do a conspiracy show, I, I want to bring him back up because it's very strange. You go Google him, you look at his Wikipedia, and it's very vague and very sort of odd how they phrase what he is, like an American real estate mogul. And there's not a lot of information. And where's the, the stories and the documentaries on him? 
you don't hear a lot. I mean, it, this is the largest mass shooting in American history. You hear a lot about Columbine. You hear a lot about this and that. You don't hear a lot about the largest mass shooting in American history. I don't know why there's not well, it, documentaries out the also, wazoo. It happened at the height of the movement to uh, for gun control violence. Mm-hmm. The, Which, again, conspir- you're talking conspiracy I here. Know. Hey, look. That, you, know, hey, you want to talk about conspiracies? Stock, look, right? We can talk about Haiti right now and the Haitian president. Yeah. I mean, June 8th comes true. out says he's not doing anything with the vaccine. July 8th, he's assassinated. Shortly after that, the FBI is rolling in there with vaccines. And I, I think, I don't Follow know if it's crumbs. confirmed, but it's sure, it's sure looking like it was the CIA operative movement that killed the assassinated Asian coincidence there. I mean, that's that's very strange. Why, why would we want to intervene and get in between Haitian politics? What do we care about that? Oh, why would the CIA want to do that? I mean... Cuban politics. I mean, so you want to hear something crazy? I heard Cuba's nice this time of year. Yeah. <laughs> you want to hear something? This will blow your mind. So I obviously we've started this social media with failure to stop and um, we're averaging, geez, I, I don't know, uh, 30, 40, 50 Humble followers. Humble brag. Here we go. We're crushing. Got more followers than me. Uh-oh. We're crushing. Uh, <laughs> put a post out the other day. It had 236 comments and 180,000 engagements, which was really cool. I've never seen anything like that. I've never been a part of it. But on the storyboard... <laughs> I posted an article from Cuba where the New York Times said they are um, they are shouting anti-government rhetoric like freedom, like freedom. And, and all these <laughs> other things. And uh, it's like uh, Mel Gibson and Braveheart anti-government freedom. Yes. So I put the article up, and then I just put a whole bunch of like little freedom flashes around it because it's like. Yeah. So if you look on my storyboard, the story right before it, which was posted 17, that was up for 17 hours. Yeah. I had like 256 people had saw it. And then you look at the one that I pushed all the freedom stuff out. I put hashtag freedom. 26 people saw it. The very next one in 17 hours. And then the very next one after that, back up to 253. So just because I put the word freedom on the post, it went from 250 down to 26. That sounds like a coincidence to me. Nothing to Uh, see here. Nothing to see here. I just pay no attention to the man behind the curtain. uh, How, you know, um, you know, you had um, uh, what uh, Bernie Sanders talking about uh, Cuba and how we should we should emulate their. Healthcare no. system and know who else system. likes know who else likes Cuba and, and now all of a sudden that's not real communism. Well, you know who else likes Fidel Socialism. Castro and what he did in Cuba and everything is uh, our good friend Colin Kaepernick. Mm-hmm. He used to flaunt and parade around with his uh, Fidel Castro shirt and say, you know, maybe we should look at what Cuba's doing. I actually like what they're doing. I wonder if he likes what they're doing now. It's funny we haven't heard much from him lately, Mister Marther. Colin Kaepernick, which again, I'm on record saying, if you want to kneel, go ahead and kneel. But so now, what I, do you stand speaking for? Speaking of Kaepernick, you can't talk about Kaepernick right now without talking about Tebow. <laughs> uh, how's Tebow doing? Is he still in the? He's he still, still there. You know, I I heard Dan. I saw that all these other linebackers are kind of rallying around him to try to help him out. Well, I, I heard Dan say that that was a. Um, I believe it was on the first female coach. They thing. say that he's not going to play. Dan's like, Dan I guarantee. Think he well, he thinks he's going to get cut. I really oh. hope not. I really hope he doesn't. I don't get think cut. he's going to get cut. You think? I think I mean, he's going to go the distance. So you think? Do you think he's going to be almost like a coach? I think he's going to play. I, I hope he does. I think he's going to play. I think it'll. <clears> I think he's going to play sweet. in some trick plays. I think he's going to get in on some. Uh, but you know what? At the same time, does it take away from the game? Does it take away from the team? Does it draw attention elsewhere? Not if you're the Jaguars. You need all the help you can get. And, and yeah, well, there you Which, go. Which, by the way, I mean, though, I think the Jaguars might surprise some people. Now, I'm not saying they're going to win the Super Bowl of okay? But they might they win more than four or five games because Trevor Lawrence and. Travis Etienne, they played together at Clemson in college, and they already have the little connection. Etienne's going to look like a beast. And who knows? I mean, Trevor Lawrence, 
you look at Justin Herbert last year, who lit it up for the Chargers, and no one really expected him to play that well as a rookie. I think that he could have a similar type of year where he does kind of light it up. Their defense is lacking, to say the least. But I think that they could he could be good enough to make them at least relevant to watch, where they win a couple games and he's exciting. They're in it at the end in some games rather than just being the, the joke if of the league. If they can keep the fans from yelling, Duval, they might have a chance of doing something great in that city. Until they're st- <laughs> <laughs> if they can't get their fans to shut the fuck up, Has there ever uh, they've been got anything no great in Jacksonville? No. Uh, <laughs> Moncrief Road, like? maybe. Um, no, I'm just kidding. Moncrief is like one of the most dangerous places. Uh, uh, what's great out of Jacksonville? Yeah. I mean, I don't think I've ever been there, but it doesn't sound like much happens there. I mean, I don't know. They've got a Roos Chris on every block. That's kind of cool. Uh, I'm a huge Roos Chris fan, but uh, not anymore so much. Oh, you know what's great in Jacksonville? Island Girl Cigar Bar. Ponte Vedra Beach, Island, Island Girl Cigar Bar. They actually serve and still rum there. They've oh. got one of the best music scenes. Plus, it's a cigar bar. they got a great bar staff. The owner, uh, the owners, uh, Miss Rose, just fantastic human beings. And, and every time I go to Jacksonville, I have to go to Island Girl Cigar Bar. They are not sponsored this show they don't endorse this show or anything like free that. ads baby uh i just <laughs> i appreciate that place so much that uh i often venture there when i'm in jacksonville also you got tpc sawgrass that's in, in jacksonville oh. um my Is brother's brother, a coach there say, brother he Over coaches. There doing uh, yeah, he coaches professionally. At a, when at a is he going to be on the show? Well, so he's he was on PGA South America, sucked on PGA South America, got off. Um, now he's got his his mind right, and he's he's uh, a golf pro at a at a. I don't know if I'm allowed to say it, so I won't say where he's a golf pro at. But uh, he's a golf pro at a, at a very. Is it like? Prestigious golf course in Jacksonville area. Is that supposed to be something private that you don't know where he's... I don't know. I, golfing's got so many weird rules, and he's got, he's a professional, so... I guess so. Um, I, I don't want to get him canceled I think he would be. I think he'd be a good guest. Why, why don't we have him on the I show? I can ask him. Times? Yeah, I can ask him. Cool. He's kind of shy. Uh... You know, he's, he's a golfer. So he's just like you, shy, afraid to talk, and afraid to say what no, he means. No, he's the right? opposite of me. Like, he doesn't swear. Uh, that was he's the sarcasm super, there that you didn't yeah. pick up on, yeah, but which is okay. Like, he does drink and still rum. Um, well, to, to shift gears a little bit, I saw a, um, a recent study, which, Wait, again. I what? wanted to go back to. What do you want to go back to? To Tim Tebow. Oh, really of course. Talking about Jacksonville. If I could just watch Tim Tebow put one motherfucker to sleep. As a linebacker, I will die a happy man. Like if he will just, uh, maybe it's a blitz, yeah, a, a tight end. Oh, he's playing tight end. He's yeah. not playing linebacker. Why do you think he was playing linebacker? Oh shit! I'm so uh, fuck it. Put somebody to sleep as a tight end. Like that's a great <laughs> Gronkowski, a motherfucker. Well, you sure. we all know I don't sports. So like let's let's not all be shocked that I didn't know what. Tim do you know Tebow what position? Playing. Do you know what position he played in college? Uh, quarterback. Oh okay. What what college did he go to? University of Florida. And what's their mascot? Gators. And what do they do? And they, he had Aaron Hernandez, Cam Newton. Yeah, Cam Newton was his backup. Brandon um, Spikes, Percy Harvin, Joe Hayden. That team was, was stacked. Solid Jeff team. Demps. Oh my god. Solid team. Solid Both team. the Pouncey twins. They were a stack. You go they back went and to look the Steelers. At they sh- well, one of them did. Yep. Um, but I they both played there at one point. No, no just just, just, one. just one. But that that's one of the don't try to sports here. That's one of the all time best college teams. If you go back and look at that team. Um, but I wanted to I wanted to talk to you about a little study that came out. Now again, we've all seen these. These bullshit studies where so you eat more chocolate, you'll live longer than three weeks. Like, ah, chocolate's going to kill you, right? However, we're on our phones all the time, right? And um, there's a new study that says 17 minutes a day on our cell phones, which I'm sure we're all way past that, over a 10-year span can increase your chances of a tumor by 60%. Wait, say that Does again? Does that concern you? So if you're on your phone... Up to 17 minutes a day. <laughs> I'm fucked. Over the span of 10 years. Oh, I'm so it fucked. It increases your chance of a tumor Where's by the tumor 60% gonna be? on your dick. 
What? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. A tumor I mean, on my dick. I'll take a tumor uh, They didn't else. specify where, but they just said that it increases the chances of you getting cancer, a cancerous tumor. Now, what do you make of this? Do you think it's just bullshit? Or no, I think, I mean, I, I, there's got to be some kind of, you're holding on to these batteries, these things that are pulsating, all sorts of shit. There's I mean, got to be something to them. There's enough time spent with these now that we can actually have data to back this shit up, right? I mean, we've had cell phones now for over a decade. Well, yeah, Everyone's been using smartphones even, you, and everything. We can't get any real information anywhere, so I'm not even going to speculate. Speculator tried to pretend like I mean, fuck, there's just fear mongering again. <laughs> but you would think they'd want us to be on our cell phones more, right? That's gonna keep people off their cell phones, which is kind of a strange tactic nowadays. But I don't know. It scared me enough to think uh, maybe I should put the phone down. But then ten minutes later, I just instantly react and pick the phone up again. I'll tell you what, I'll thinking. probably will not get chemotherapy if I have a tumor. Why is that? I just don't. I you just don't believe in chemo. I mean, I, I believe in it ish. I think within reason, but I I, I think I, I don't know. I. I've seen every every one of my friends that's ever gotten cancer has gotten chemo and has died. And I, I don't know that I, I would rather just die. Know what I would do? The chemo. Know what I would do opinion. if I got cancer? I've watched I'd start selling meth. That's what I would start doing. No, I'd start killing pedophiles. <laughs> you, you, don't, you don't need cancer to start killing pedophiles. You just go kill pedophiles anyway, right? Um, well, yeah, but I mean, like, if I'm going to go to jail for the rest of my life. I suppose. Like, I'll just wait until I have terminal cancer and I'll just go fucking ham. So, admittedly. Like Grim Reaper style. Oh, I mean, yes. not Grim Reaper. What's the guy's name? Uh, Jack Ripper. No, you're thinking of um, Walter White. Oh, is that the dude in a, that was, like, in Alaska that went and, like, fucking killed pedophiles? No, that's the guy who made blue meth. That was the. Uh, I don't know over his head is. every time. Anyway. It seems like you have something up on your phone that you want to share with us. Is there something that you want to talk about? Because I wanted to get to the uh, the racism in England with the soccer players. Well, I'd love to get to the racism, but I want to put the whole Tim Tebow thing to bed. If I was going to put it on, <laughs> if I was going to put it to bed, I'd do it on a ghost bed. What <laughs> other bed is there? We wouldn't be in this pool right now, enjoying this beautiful water. Getting well, nice you're going to get me electrocuted. Sunburned. You're going to get me electrocuted. Um, <laughs> Am I getting sunburned? Listen, <laughs> listen, when I get out of this pool, I'm knocking your mic in just to fuck you up and kill you so I don't have to uh, deal hey, with bullshit anymore. do anything for clout. But uh, Ghost Bed has been a loyal sponsor for the Drinking Bros for the last five years. Uh, we love, absolutely love Ghost Bed. They have a 20-year warranty on each mattress. They are all made in the good old USA. 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 Um, man, listen. Um, Dan, we had him on the uh, drink on the uh, failure stop. Sure did, and got probably the best ghost bed ad read I've ever heard in my life. I know, right? He showed you. Um, you like, oh, I don't have it in front of me. And Dan's uh, like, let me show you how it's done, rookie. But you know what? Goes. He has been literally sleeping on a ghost bed. Well, sure. For I mean, like, and he's been doing the ad years. read forever. I mean, um, he's he's a seasoned vet, you could say. And I, I will say that one thing has changed my life is that adjustable base where you can mm. set it up into the couch style. Basically, get all the angles. In the couch, right? Sit there. You can drink your coffee. You can drink your wine. Watch your porn in bed without getting a kink in your neck and I love that <laughs> I absolutely love that but uh, what's each your go to porn site though huh? what's your go to porn site X hamster X hamster I'm an X videos guy personally but either way either way I'm, I'm cranking it on the ghost bed though I'll tell you that <laughs> so uh, 20 year <laughs> warranty uh, man I'm trying to read this in the pool and it is hard to do uh, flat, right now uh, on drinking bro if you use promo code drinking bros mm -hmm. D-R-I-N-K-I-N bros you get 40% off 40 how do they afford this off. shit? That is huge. I don't know. They love us. 40% off a ghost bed bundle where you get a mattress and an adjustable base or 30% off of everything if you use the promo code Drinking Bros. So go to ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros, adjustable base, 
It's the best in its class for a very low uh, price. You have thousands. Um, you save thousands compared to others. Adjustable base has 15 massage modes, zero gravity, and some other awesome features. You can buy a mattress for $35 a month, baby. If you got mediocre credit, zero down, that. zero financing, go check out ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros again, made in the USA. Uh, 20 year warranty. You can try it out for 101 days. I mean, you can't beat that. They've got the cooling technology, so you can stay hard while staying cool. That's my favorite part, because when I'm hard, I want to be cool. I don't want to be all sweaty, slimy, sliding all over the place. I want to stay cool. <laughs> one, one could argue that you do want to be a little sweaty and slimy so you can slide right into the place. But, hey, to each their own. Well, when a girl sees me and sees this dad bod, she's already slimy. And yeah, our dad bods are on full display right now. Go ahead and check us out on YouTube if you haven't already. Who rocks the harder dad bod? Now, Tansy's an actual dad. I'm just a loser who has a dad bod with no kids and a dog. So, who's the real winner here, right? <laughs> All right, so racism. Racism's in, in soccer, baby. Um, so but, I mean, dude, like, in fucking, Racism's everywhere. If you but. look at the crime data and the crime stats, I love how, like, everybody talks about American crime and, and how disproportionate it is um, when it comes to race. You can look at England's numbers, and it is almost identical to America's. So uh, we're not the only people that are having problems with this issue. I know it sounds bad, and that's the perception. I think we're probably one of the on most that. progressive countries with it. But, um, but. but it is it is pretty uh, – they but do yeah. have a, a big race. I'm, I'm, my wife lived in France for a really long time, and one of her friends, uh, who is a, a much older lady, she's old enough to be my grandmother, um, but she came down from France and, and was visiting us, and she was a good friend. And this was – I don't know, six or seven years ago. And uh, she got on a tangent about Muslims in France and how they were taking over France and, and how they just legit hates Muslims. And her blatant, here in the United States, we don't get to hear too much blatant racism, at least me being a cop. Maybe down um, south. Uh, you know, I think that most people just kind of shy away from that thing and don't generalize when it comes to race. But that hasn't caught on to France yet because she was just like unapologetically no fucks given, like, saying some, like, racist things. I don't think that she hates all Muslim people, but she was talking about the problem with Muslims taking over cities and creating lots of crime uh, and taking over whole parts of France. And I just thought that was very interesting because when we talk about the French, we always think of, you know, them being better than us or them being more... I think of French fries, French toast. Maybe that's just because I'm hungry. Any of those things have anything to do with France. Oh. Remember we called them freedom fries for a little bit? Because, like, we hated France or some shit. I don't shit. know why we stopped doing Tony that. Tony Blair or some shit. I don't remember. But if you're wondering what we're talking about, because we kind of just prefaced the, the racist part of it, but, you know, as, as Giorgio, I know Papa G watched, Italy and England played for their uh, little Euros over there and uh, across the pond. Which Italy showed up looking like... Fucking, they played molto bene. They they look good getting off the plane. Uh, the English guys look like they got off the plane like a bunch of hungover friends. That's how they should look, right? Like I don't know. English man, has like, got that like sort of ragtag sort guess. of thing. But Italy got off the you know with their Armani suits and mm. looking straight gangster, <laughs> and uh, and they ended up winning in penalty yeah. shots. So what it all came from was a few of the dudes who missed the penalty shots happened to be black dudes, and not that that matters. But apparently it does matter to some of the, the English blokes out there. And um, they, so one of the players, it, he's, his name is slipping my mind right now. But he apparently has donated a lot of his money that he's gained from playing soccer to various charities. So they made like some sort of mural of him in England. And some of the, um, the hooligans, we'll call them in England, you know, graffitied it with some racist comments, which is unexcusable. I mean... This dude's playing but is soccer. But is it different? Is it racism? Like, okay, let's play devil's advocate here. Do it. 
if you were to fuck up the, the, the you know, when we talk, we had Matt Dodge on our show and he fucked up that kick, mm-hmm. he was called all the most terrible things in the book. If he was sure. black, they would have just called him the black version of those nasty things, which I guess we could pull the racism card, is it? <sighs> but I really feel like we just use the racism card too much. Like, I'm going to call you all sorts of shitty things when you fuck up. I mean, dude, I call you crazy shit. Okay, but um, see, the thing with that is, like, they... I. Again, I don't. And now here in America, it's different, right? Because we like legit have words that we cannot say that exactly. Are off the but table. If, if they're England writing, doesn't have that. So if we're gonna call you like, if I'm gonna call you a, a, a dumb, whatever it is that you are, a retard or whatever, I mean, I'm gonna call you some heinous names. If they don't have words that are off limits in Europe, why aren't they just gonna call them that? I mean, think about it. Like, what do you what do you call a baseball player when he fucks up? What, like, I just what, say what he all... sucks. He's a bum. Bum. Uh, he's a bum. He's a bum. Well, like uh, when Pablo Sandoval was on the Red Sox, I called him a fat piece of shit because he was. There you go. But the um, problem is, I didn't call him a like. It didn't have to do with his race. Like Pablo Sandoval isn't you know a white American. But I've called, you know, all different types of players from all different races and backgrounds bums and assholes and that they suck. I've never said, oh, he's a, you know, racial slur. So that's what I feel like. Yeah, but I think there's no I, need, well, I, like, I just don't know, like, what is a racial slur in England? Because there's a lot I of countries that N-word don't have, I don't think that they have racial slurs in Europe. I, uh, I don't know, like in Afghanistan, there's nothing, they, like, you can't call somebody in Afghanistan a racial slur because they, they don't exist. I they guess it depends who you ask, though, right? I mean, if you're that soccer player and you're I mean, that in America, guy, and in America, the N word is off limits. Like we all know that. Everybody I think it knows is in England too. They can't no? say, I don't know. That's what I'm asking. I mean, it should be right. I mean, it's they didn't. I mean, they didn't right, go through but, the same thing to, we do. But to my point is, I mean, they did, call him but, call him a bum. Don't. And the thing about the graffitiing over his mural, that's ridiculous. They're though. like, like fucking. What are we doing they're here? hooligans. Like what, you're trying to tell a hooligan to be. Reasonable? They're not reasonable. They're sure, sure. I mean, that's what a fan is. Bottles. is a fanatic, but they, yeah, they're fanatics. They break. I mean, they they spend their whole life in the pub watching soccer. I mean, you're watching soccer. How low do you get? Okay, but like Tom soccer. Brady, Tom soccer Brady throws sucks. a pick. You don't go. Oh, he's a white trash hillbilly Are redneck. Sure? Are you sure? I don't. You've I never say he's a bum. Somebody, you've never heard somebody call somebody a white trash piece of shit. I mean, when I, it comes to I, athletics and sports. Not like, as much with athletics and sports. How many times have we talked about Atlanta, uh, Alabama being cousin fucking dumb hicks from Alabama? Interesting. Or how about Interesting LSU point. calling them dumb rednecks but and calling it, them white trash? It doesn't make it shit. right, though, right? I mean, I don't it's give a all fuck. It's, it's just, I mean, that's what we do. You banter. It's camaraderie. We shit on each other. Yeah. You should be able to shit on each other. Anyway. I will give there the is N-word. a line. You can't cross a line. I will never use line. the N-word because of the atrocities that have happened, and, I, and I'm all for it. But that's the one thing I would never say. I don't know that that's the same way in Europe is all I'm saying. I don't know that they have that same rule. Here it's, it's a rule in America, and I'm for it. I'm all for it. Um, sure. I'll so, never use that word, and, and I would never condone somebody I mean. else using that word. But I, everything else I'm going to call you, I'll call you a white trash piece of shit. I'll call you all sorts of fucking, you know me, baby. Honky. You know me. I've called you some real. <laughs> cracker? I've called you some real fucked up shit. <laughs> yeah, like a uh, fatherless asshole. And then reminded me why I'm. You don't have a dad. And reminded me why, because I'm an ungrateful prick. I mean, because no. I didn't text him Happy Father's Day on Father's Day, which, again, yes. what the hell is that? <laughs> but anyway, um, the point is. I'm all for saying whatever the hell you want to all these guys if they fuck up for your team. But it's like, race never has anything. He didn't miss the penalty shots because he's black. Sure. 
He missed no, it because I, he missed it. As, it could have been anyone I else. I know, but what I'm saying is if they're going to insult him, they're just going to call him the craziest insult they can think of. Yeah, but it I doesn't excuse it. Like, I, no, I, I'm not saying it excuses it. I, I don't know the culture. I, I've always known that hooligan culture has always been unreasonable. They murder people at games for wearing the wrong color. I'm not so sure why we're all shocked that they're using the worst cut down they can yeah. for a player. I, I don't understand the infatuation with that. I mean, they fucking murder people. Like, I don't know. Murdering somebody is kind of... Kind of worse than using a racial slur. Unless you're murdering way bad guys. bigger of a deal about the racial slur than them actually stabbing each other, which, by the way, stabbing crimes in England are fucking through well, the That's because they right don't now. have guns. But do you know who, do has, who does have guns? Who do have guns? Who does have guns? Navy SEALs. Do you know Ooh. what the Navy SEALs invented? They also have nice hair. They have great hair and great butts, I've heard, too. Can't confirm or deny, but I've heard. But they got the butts of baseball players. Navy SEAL, a Navy SEAL in... The United States Navy SEALs invented Kill Cliff. And as we know, Kill Cliff is a huge sponsor for the Drinking Bros, as well as our show, Tailgate Legends on Drinking Bros Sports. And um, we all know it by now, right? They got the Flaming Joe, which is my favorite. The drink that Tansy's been holding out on me. They have the cool the cool song, Flaming Joe, Flaming Joe. How far can you go? Anyway, so they also, have some other, they also have some other great flavors of the Mango Tango, the Orange Kush. Whose favorite? Whose favorite is the goat? You know it by now. Uh, Thomas, Thomas Edward Patrick Brady Jr.'s favorite <laughs> flavor, the goat, the strawberry days. But get them all, Buddha. Every single one of them. The variety pack is the way to go. Or drink a Miller Lite. You want to talk white trash, you're talking Miller Lite. But we're not talking white trash right now. We're talking Kill Cliff <laughs> CBD. <laughs> God, we're like, hey, Buddha, why don't you get in the pool? He's like, no, I got to work later. No, he's he said he didn't want to embarrass us because he's, he's all ripped up. Crushing Miller Lights there. over Just there. Just like all the Navy SEALs who invented Kill Cliff. There's no sugar. 20 calories per can, B vitamins, electrolytes, and it's all naturally flavored. Because we like the natties around here. We don't like the big fakies. We like the small little natties. That's what we're into here, okay? Shout out to Susie. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, <laughs> go to killcliff.com. K-I-L-L-C-L-I-F-F. And what's the promo code, Tansy? What do you think it is? K I. No, that's he wasn't paying attention when hosts aren't paying attention. The promo code is Drinking Bros. D-R-I-N-K-I-N. I'm sorry. <laughs> Fuck I'm you. getting text messages. He's right. so cool. B-R-O-S. You get 30% off. Now, I would just go to ham. I mean, stock up, because you never know when it's going to be like an Amazon shortage when Bezos tries to go to space and dies. Order all the Kill Cliff. Order all the shirts. I want people sending us their orders of Kill Cliff. They're using our promo codes. So I want people to use our promo codes, order a bunch of Kill Cliff, get some apparel, get the Kill Cliff shirts, Send us pictures, DM them, and we'll post it on uh, Drinking Bros Sports so you guys can get a little shout-out to all the people out there. Somebody took a nice little picture of us from a balcony. <laughs> oh, shit. No, what? somebody else did. They just texted it. Uh, it, was yeah. old, it was old Buddha. You listen, um, you need my consent before you start taking pictures of me. This is the two-party state. Is that uh, Kill Cliff? K-I-L-L-C-L-I-F-F. Dot com. Promo code Drinking Bros, 30% off. Do it now. Hammer the like button on YouTube. X out. Go to killcliff.com and then come on back and finish the rest and of the Head this over to Drinking Bros Sports. Give us that five star rating and leave a comment what you think about specifically the Tailgate Legend show. If you're a big fan of our show, give us a comment. And also, go follow me on Instagram. I still only have like, five, <laughs> I have like 530 Actually, followers. I will tell you what this. the fuck is this? I will tell you this. Ever since you started doing like these like updates, like with sports updates, a couple or just more. like updates, a couple stuff, more. I'm really digging it. It's actually entertaining. Um, it's better than you just walking your That's fucking dog every day. That's the nicest thing you've ever said to so me. So I think your social <laughs> media should probably start growing now. 
now that you're actually giving people I mean, value if you're, in if you're a fan like, you know, the the big Dick Danoffs out there and the Bradley Andals who was on our do show Do they last follow time, you or no? They they do. Okay, they I was going to say, if big Dick Danoff doesn't follow you, fuck. I know, right? Well, that's what I'm saying. If you watch our show, you listen to our show, and you're not, I mean, we all know at this point you're following at Eric Tanzi official. He's got all the millions of followers now with his big shot over here. Help me out. I want to try to get to a thousand like this like, motherfucker. You're, you're not going to beat me in likes. You're not going to beat me in Instagram. He follows. You're not going to beat me in one-on-one basketball. Oh you're not even going to beat me in goodness. horse. I am, so, I'm going to do all the things. There's not really much you and, have going for and you. Again, and again, I'm not forgetting a about- dad, so A real dad, at least. <laughs> hey, actually, I beat you in that because your dad has never said good job to you, but guess what? His dad said good job to me just the other day. So take that, motherfucker. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> he went and watched, listened to me play some music and he was like wow you did he had alternative motives like his motive what, he was trying to, to fuck me no he was trying to fuck me over like by oh. saying like look why can't you be more like boston joe boy <laughs> make me proud and That's actually ex- learn how to do something related with your life like play uh music by sublime on your guitar while you no, sing he, i like, played that's um, some real man right there i played some lanard scannard for him yeah, that's all it takes for my Needle dad. My dad's spoon. like been listening to the same three bands, like Led Zeppelin, Leonard Skinner, and the Almond Brothers. There's his nothing whole wrong life. with that. And Noel, if there's right? anything else, it's garbage. Like he won't listen to it. Like he was in my car the other day. Led Zeppelin's the greatest. And band there was ever, like a so. commercial on a radio station that he would appreciate, and the commercial had like some kind of hip hop. And he's like, I don't know why anybody listens to this shit. I'm like, it's a fucking advertisement, Dad. I mean, Relax. I don't like hip hop either, though. To be honest, most of it, some of it's good, most of it's not. I don't like you, to be honest. Well, <laughs> Led Zeppelin's the greatest band ever, and I love the Almond Brothers. Leonard Skinner's good. How about but Little Feet? Y- little Feet's all right, but okay. that's a little little bit too Southern twang for me, to be honest with you. But, you know, more of like an Aerosmith guy, the bad boys from Boston. But your dad has great taste in music. That's why I did a Leonard Skinner song and not, you know, Sweet Home Alabama or something. A free oh, he would bird. love that. He would love yeah, that, I did too. Needle in the Spoon, something a little bit different that you don't normally hear when you hear people do Leonard Skinner around Is Claytona that one, Beach. Uh, Needle and a spoon and a trip well, to the silver moon. Silver spoon. No, that's, that's a song I don't know anything about. When you're coming home, son, I don't yeah. know when. Yeah. When you're coming home, dad, still waiting. Those cigarettes are very far away. But, yeah, so you can try to beat me in that. But, again, Tansy's dad has given me uh, more likes on Instagram than he gives his own son. So... I've, Take I've, that. Old Dobby Tansy. Trying to watch my kids in the pool, and we've been missing one for quite some you time. You have three women watching them, right? All three of them. You got one woman for each kid. I think you'll be good. I mean, there's no fish hooks at the bottom of this pool, right? Oh, man. Too soon? Too soon. Too soon. <laughs> so, uh, what do we have next week? Next week, we have uh, Mike the Cop is coming to Claytona Beach. Mm. Uh, Excited to be, meet him. He'll be coming in on Thursday. So maybe uh-huh. we could do a Tailgate Legends show Thursday next week to have Mike the Cop on Tailgate Legends. Oh, that's I'm a great sure idea. not sure we'll have to get with our producers on that because... Did you show him the sign yet? I did, yeah. He loved it. Is uh, he jealous? Is yeah. he jealous that you have the sign and he doesn't? Yes. And can we confirm that he is as jacked in that picture? As I don't know. I guess we'll, we'll find out when Thursday. you see him in real life. This is the first time you've met in real life, huh? This will be the first time we've met in real life. We've got wow. four episodes. We're uh, averaging about 86,000 downloads per episode. Humble brag. Uh, we made the uh, top iTunes <clears throat> charts for three weeks, beating Michelle Obama and Sarah Silverman, which is... Be careful saying happy. beating Michelle Obama so close <clears throat> together. People might... Uh, Take that clip and uh, use it for something else. Are you beating Michelle Obama? What never, are you beating her? <laughs> I would never get in a fight with that dude. Oh my god! Ever like if that guy came at me, I would just walk the other way. She's a nice lady. He is a big dude. <laughs> oh my 
<laughs> she took away snacks Bro, in you schools, cannot, okay? If you, if you just Google Michelle Obama's really a man, the evidence there is just overwhelming. Like, at some point, there's no coincidences. That's a dude. I'm sorry. Hey, if whatever. she is, we don't kink we don't shame. We don't kink shame. Barry, whatever shit. you're into, Show us man. Show your dick. I want to see that Barry's hog. probably packing a hog. Let's be honest, yeah. Old Obama's? Barry Obama. Nah, I don't think so. You ever seen him standing next to old Michael? Michael who? Coleon? No, that's what that's what he calls her, Michael. Jesus. There are so many clips of Obama calling her Michael, right? Is that what it is? He calls her Michael? Yeah, he calls her Michael. I think Ben goes, Shapiro doctored listen, those videos. Listen, to no, make no, it no. Sound this like is that. really he'd be like, uh, he'd be like, Yeah, me and my husband Michael uh, Michelle, me and my wife Michelle. Dude, there's there is <laughs> like husband, dude, he's he, yeah, I that's swear. That's not real. Barack Obama, say what you will about Barack Obama. Listen, yeah, say what Michael you will about Barack Obama. He's a great speaker. I, I doubt just, he's I just sleepy Joe in it. He just farted bubbles in front of all those women. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that man. was the painkiller talking. That was the painkiller talking. Does it does it kill the pain coming out of the booty hole too? Uh, I guess. <laughs> I, I I don't know. But uh, like I can't my butt just called my, Michelle Obama, man. You're an asshole. You don't think he, you don't think she's a dude? No, bro. Google it. You've never Googled it. Look at the evidence. Bro, she's got a package. She adjusts it. Like she'll walk off of the plane, like adjusting her ball sack. Oh, we are going to get canceled for that, baby. Look, I don't <laughs> care if she is, dude. I mean, I mean, shit. If she's got a dick, I want to say it. I, I thought just, Susie would have had a penis because I thought there was no way that Buddha could have actually landed a girl like that, and there not be a penis under there or some kind of surprise. You know, maybe some kind of weird uh, lumps or something. Listen, but I mean, here she is, half of, naked. Speaking and, of former presidents, let me just, I don't see a package. Let me there. divert to something different so Tansy doesn't get himself canceled. There was a video that went viral, and you, again, I am not a father, even though I have a dead bod. You're a father. There is a a woman, a mother, with her young son, who happens to be around your your eldest son's age, maybe around eight or nine years old. They're riding on their bikes in a nice little white suburban neighborhood, and there's an American flag on the front. I think they have one of those ring cameras at this house. The kid sees the American flag in the front yard, stops, the mom stops and watches as he pulls up the American flag, throws it on the ground, and they pedal away, and the mom doesn't do anything about it. If your one of your sons did that, how would you react? You ever you ever seen the John Wayne movie where the little boy is like, I don't know how to swim, and John Wayne just picks him up and throws him in the fucking river? <laughs> no, that's what I would do. Except I wouldn't jump in after him and would throw him in the him. the lava pit. Like uh, if my Darth son Vader? defiled an American, fi- listen, if if my, my sons could do anything, I'm a pretty tolerant guy. Wouldn't just don't give be a, a politician, shit. right? Yeah, they cannot be politicians, or I'll change their name. I, if they picked up the American flag and they threw it on the ground, I think that discussion would be, we're going to go to the Special Warfare Museum in Fayetteville. We're going to go over to Gettysburg. We're going to go over to the Smithsonian. We're going to take a look at real American history. Yes, we have some dark moments in that history, but does not every civilization known to man have those same things? They do. Um, and what it really means to be an American and how we came together to get rid of racism, how we end- abolished slavery. Only country um, to fight itself to end slavery, by the way. How we, you know. Uh, <laughs> but let me ask you this. So do you, again, obviously you got to blame the parent. The parent sees it happen. But how much of it do you think is the teachers at the school? I, I do you know, yeah, they- It is crazy. And I, I don't know. I can't speak for the teachers at the school because we homeschool our kids. But I will tell you this. During the, uh, when, when Trump was in office, um, 
my son was at a my my three sons they were at a playground and they were playing and my oldest son who was seven at the time was underneath the slide talking to a, another kid and they were just running around the slide going up and down the slide and him and this this other little boy really became like close buddies throughout the day and but they they went underneath the fort and they were talking and i could tell that the, the talk was serious because my son was very at a very confused look on his face and I was like man I wonder what's going on like I wonder what that other kid is saying to do because he's trying to teach him something or or what's going on because my son looks like he's like really into this conversation so at the end of the show at the end of the day we get in the car and I'm like hey son what was your little buddy's name and he says the little kid's name and I was like cool man and did you guys play tag and I saw you guys playing tag and you know running around and a little bit of maybe hide and go seek and he was like yeah yeah and I was like, hey, man, you guys were talking for a little bit. What were you all talking about? And he's like, oh, you know, just some stuff. And I was like, sure, like, can you tell me what kind of stuff you guys were talking about? And he's like, well, Dad, actually, the boy asked me if um, I hated Trump. And I said, oh. And I said, well, what, what did you tell the boy? And he goes, my parents don't let me hate. I'm not, I'm not allowed to hate anything. And I was like, oh, good answer. And uh, I said, was that it? And he goes, well, no, the boy then asked me, do I love Trump? And I said, well, I only, I said, well, what did you say? And he goes, why? Well, I, I told him I only love my mommy and my daddy. And that's the only person I love. And I said, yeah. Not his brothers, by the way. <laughs> and then um, <laughs> I said, well, okay, well, so what did he say to that? And he goes, he goes, well, me and my family hate Trump. And if you love Trump, then I'm not playing with you. Yikes. And my son was like, well, I don't love him. So it like, came on. So, I, you know, at seven years old, like what's going on in that household? Yeah. Did you have put that stress and that pressure? I don't want my kids thinking about my bills. I don't want my kids thinking about my, my business entrepreneurship. I don't want my kids thinking about my politics. I don't want my kids stressing out over these like crazy things. And here you have another child on a playground who's caught up on whether his friend loves or hates Trump. Is that and a new I age would thing? Say, I don't know, but that parent is a terrible fucking human being. Sure, like sure. not even a terrible parent, just a piece of shit in yeah. general. Like yeah. if you're that big of a fucking idiot, yeah. you should not be allowed to have kids Seriously. and they should have fucking, uh, but I, I do wonder, like, was that happening in the eighties where in the eighties parents saying like you, you hate the president and you go tell your friends, or is this a new age thing where we've politicized everything so much that nowadays we feel like we have to tell our seven and eight year olds about when Trump I was 15 I asked my I mean, my dad when I was about 15 and we were doing a project in school and I asked my dad it was this was all like at the height of the Bush administration and I said uh you know hey dad we have to do this project at school and I don't remember what it was but I was like hey dad who did you vote for and my dad said it's none of your business <clears throat> and well, I didn't know. The old, I never knew way to do it. Right. I never knew who my dad voted for, and I don't think it was until I know I didn't vote um, the first time I was eligible to vote. I didn't even vote because I was in the military and I was deployed and I didn't give a shit. Um, but I did vote the second time I was eligible to vote. So, uh, but you know that's how I keep it with my kids. Like I, I, I don't think my kids know that I voted for Trump. They, they probably don't even really know who Trump even is. If they did. For, they don't know anything that either candidate stands for, and they shouldn't. I think that that's. Yeah, and that's exactly, if you could see that on camera, that's exactly how your shot's going to go you when move we play the each other. Net. Yeah, sure. And I'll move the net on you. But kids shouldn't know about this shit. Like you said, you don't tell you, talk to your kids about bills. Like, this is the last thing kids should ever worry about. Especially And it's on parents and it's on the teachers to get that shit out. There was a viral video of this. You know, same with like trying to figure out what the fuck your gender is. If you're talking <laughs> to your kid at seven and eight year old about genders and shit, fuck They're you. They're giving out condoms at schools to like ten year olds nowadays. I, I think that's fucking ridiculous. Is, I is. mean, but anything that has to do with like being a noble, like being noble or nobility or anything that has to do with like purity and and righteousness or like just being 
good and decent. I feel like we're all just trying to go against it and trying to make the world as dark and as crazy it is. Like, I don't think there's anything wrong with teaching abstinence. I don't think there's anything wrong with teaching people to be in love before you have sex. I mean, within reason, I don't think, I don't think it's a, I don't think it's a bad thing to teach somebody. I mean, I do think that, sure. you know, I mean, that's fine. You but shouldn't be teaching kids in high school to just go fuck whatever they want. Sure. I mean, sex ed in, in schools is ridiculous anyway, but you know, if you've ever had sex head in, in public schools, you know it's absolutely ridiculous. But there was a viral video of a, a TikTok woman who was a teacher, I think, I want to say fourth grade. And she's like, yeah, I have hard conversations with my kids about white white supremacy and racism and how rampant it runs through America nowadays. And, and they, have a, they have a great... Oh, Bad idea. They have a great, great conversation about critical race theory and with fourth graders, and they really know how to talk about the tough situations and racism in America. Because, like, because we see racism. Like, look, even when I went to school, you know, back in the nineties, early nineties, late nineties, no, fucking dude, I don't know one fucking racist kid. And I was in Florida. I was in the swamps of Florida. Like everybody had a rebel flag. Like we had like four black dudes at our school, and all of them had rebel flags on the back. Matter of fact, if you look at one of their pro Facebook profiles, he's wearing a Dixie Rebel. T-shirt still. He's a black dude. Like racism didn't exist. Like nobody was like, I hate black people. And it was just. I mean, Southern pride doesn't necessarily mean racism. Um, which save that. Now. By but the like, way, save that. Clip. I've <laughs> never met somebody that was like, you know what? I don't like black people because you know I wouldn't be friends with that person. Yeah. I don't. I would be like, well, yeah. that's crazy. You're a fucking retard. Yeah. Uh, get out of my life. So I don't know where this whole like racism is so prevalent and like there's racism everywhere you turn. I mean, is there racism? Yeah. Are we ever going to eradicate racism? No. Well, let me um, ask you this. Let me ask you this, though, well, to close me. out the show. Well, I was Bo Jackson, <laughs> there was a meme that said, I don't know if this is true or not, but Bo Jack, there's a meme. It's got Bo Jackson's face. It's got a quote, and it said, if I were to play in today's, yeah. Jerry to Rice nowadays, had one, too. I would I'd be running for four to 500 yards per carry. Probably. I believe it. What I believe it, too. I believe it, too. Um, and to close it out with what you were just talking about before the Bo Jackson thing, which was out of left field, but where does it end? Quentin Tarantino was on Rogan. And it was a great conversation. Go check that out. And he talked about how, like, in the 80s, political correctness kind of ramped up. Then the 90s, it went away, and people doing whatever the fuck they want in regards to movies. And now it's back to sort of, you got to be PC again. Maybe it's just a cycle, and maybe this will run its course, and we'll go back to doing what, yeah, we'll go back to doing what we love to do. But we get to do what we love to do in the pool. So uh, thanks for watching our dad bods today. Yeah, though, thank huh? you, Ghostpad. Thank you, Kill Cliff. Thank you, Install Selling Company. Thank you, Susie, Buddha, Ashley, uh, Alicia, everybody, uh, for the Bechtold's Tiki Pool and Bar um, in the beautiful, right off of Bradshaw Lane. I'm not going to say which state we're in, but uh, uh, we may or may not have shot a, a – we may have had our first show with Willie Parker. Uh, here and uh, this has always been a special place for us and we're glad to be back until next time guys guns up get it no that's uh, my other show cheers how long was that hour 15